Now who's the villain, Flash? Now who's the villain? Welcome back to the Come Book Bullies with Nurse New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. the Principal of Pleasure, uh, with my co-host. There you go. Yeah, this is Eli, a.k.a. Johnny Slick. There you go. And no, we're not going to do over. <laughs> we just let it roll. Uh, funny thing about the Principal of Pleasure, when that Janet Jackson song came out, I actually thought they were talking about school. I didn't The Pleasure the Principal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know the song was about sex. I didn't know. I just thought it was a, whatever. I just like the video, man. <laughs> it's Janet Jackson in the 80s and the 90s. So, of course, you go, you're not even listening to the, that's the problem. We weren't listening to the words. We was like, oh, Janet Jackson video. Okay. Mm-hmm. We might have should be paying more attention, but never mind. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was it. We're back with another episode. We're going to just jump into it. We actually got some good news we're going to start off with this first, uh, this first part because Coachella happened this weekend, Eli. And of course, you know, since we follow comics all the time, we, oh, I'm loud. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's, okay. Nice. <laughs> that's okay. But the thing about it, uh, Coachella happened this weekend. Of course, we keep up with Coachella because that's our we're the target audience, obviously, you know. So yeah, you had like uh I Kendra guess. Lamar <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kendra Lamar, Doja Cat. Yeah, yeah, that's that's us. Of course you want to go <laughs> listen to that, you know. But a uh, uh, other option came there was Danny Elfman was there, uh was one of the acts of Coachella. I guess that's what I hear. Yeah, I guess he filled up a kind of it was or something like that. I don't know. But even though this is the Danny Danny Elfman we know, and for those who don't know who Danny Elfman is, Danny Elfman uh, did a soundtrack to pretty much everything. Batman. Batman, Spider-Man, Beetlejuice, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Anything you think of, any like goth, super weird weird shit, he did it. But this is Danny Elfman. Every Tim Burton movie. Every Tim Burton movie, yes. Uh, but this wasn't Danny Elfman that came to Coachella that we know. This was the Danny Elfman that came to Coachella. And I don't know where the hell this Danny Elfman came from. I don't know how <laughs> you know, he become uh, jacked and tatted up. And and apparently, not only was he jacked tatted up, the set he was doing was The Simpsons, Batman, Spider-Man. You know, uh, let's talk about <laughs> No, we will. We will, Jake. That we was, will. Uh, you came, that you came was, to the right podcast. <laughs> that was Salt and Pepper. Not Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I know why he said that. We're going to get to that in a second. Why he said that. It's that joke. But yeah, so this is Danny Elfman that showed up at Coachella. Jack uh, tatted up. Okay. And he was playing Simpsons. He was playing Spider-Man, Batman, all the classics. He was playing them. So you imagine you're being at, you know, Coachella high as hell. And this swole-ass, old-ass dude show up playing Simpsons and shit. And you on LSD or whatever the fuck you on at Coachella. You're just like, whoa, okay. Yeah, so so he, like. he didn't play any Oingo Boingo shit. I don't know what a Oingo Boingo. What what you keep that saying? Was his that, band. I oh, that was his band. That was his like that. he was like, back in the eighties. That's where Danny Elfman came from. He was like uh, the singer of this like new wave uh, band called Oingo Boingo, Weird Science, Dead Man's Party. He was in mo- 
He, they ended up in movies and shit. He was in uh, the, they, they actually played live and was it Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield? That that party going on? It's the oh yeah. Oh, so he was there. That's okay. him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That was his band. Learn something new every day. I didn't know that. Uh, let's see. What the um, hell are you smoking I'm not, over? I'm, I'm clean and sober, man. I don't do nothing, man. I'm like a good are Christian white Are you vaping? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the last people that are clean and sober, but yeah, we're going to keep going. I do. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to keep going. So yeah, so that's what's going on with, uh, with like, I don't I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know how he gets so swole, so Jack playing all this weird shit. Are we going to get John, John Williams next year? You know, jacked up playing <laughs> Star Wars? You know? Duel of Fates. Well, didn't the um, death metal version? Or something? Didn't Hans Zimmer like show up at one of these things and did a set or something sometime one time? I don't know. Probably. Like I said, I don't keep up with. And then the guy, color. and then the, the Wonder Woman dude came out. Well, that's the thing. The Wonder Woman is actually Wonder Woman woman. That's the thing. What? So she, she does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me back up. <laughs> so the person that made the Wonder Woman theme was actually a woman. What the fuck are you smoking? <laughs> <laughs> One of us are high on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, there's a woman. I think her name was uh, Tina Gow or like that. She she's like a, a cellist or violinist or like that. And she's oh, the one that did yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she did because because Hans Zimmer and that junkie XL dude were like that. They couldn't figure out the Wonder Woman theme song. So that's why it sounds so much different from everything else they did because they didn't do it. They just took credit for it. So yeah, but yeah, she was in Coachella doing that, you know, whole crowd going crazy like that. But yeah, that's that's Coachella. So that is your Coachella news from us. As far as what else happened that weekend, we don't know. I don't know. Maybe Eli knows. I don't know. Maybe Oingo Boingo did show up. I don't know. I'm I'm way too metal for that. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No Doja Cat for you, Eli. Okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't I don't listen to her. (laughs) <laughs> oh right. Let's <laughs> I study her for science. <laughs> for research purposes. Re- I research her, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coachella. Uh why do we know this? I'm gonna go ahead and say, okay. So Kanye got banned from Coachella because of the uh threats he was making to what's his face online, uh Kim Kardashian's new boyfriend. So since he made the threats online, they said it was like social media bullying or some shit like that. So they banned him from Coachella. And I guess that's why Danny Elfman is there. So, yeah, that's as far as we know as Coachella. My Coachella, uh, you know, expertise is tapped out. So let's move on past that. Let's talk about stuff we do know, you know. Yeah. Uh, the Batman. Let's talk about the Batman. Let's just, just jump into it, Eli. <laughs> uh, like I said, we talked about when we were performing, I didn't tell you exactly what we do because I didn't want to spoil the surprise. But let's just jump into it. Now I didn't want to spoil that when we perform. Uh, we did the podcast last week. The Batman has to perform like then it was out right then, so we didn't get a chance to, like really talk about it, go into detail. We got too much stuff going on, but then we started seeing stuff online. Well, at least I started seeing stuff online. I don't know about you, but people started making posts about you know, but the Batman because they finally got a chance to see it on HBO Max, and it was the repeated thing I kept seeing over and over again. It sucked. It was boring. I hated it. I couldn't make it through it. Couldn't watch a second time. It took me three chances to watch it. I'm like, oh, shit. So this is completely different consistent consensus than uh what we got from, what, a month ago when we saw the movie? Because, yeah, that's, like, now, I want to make a disclaimer. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Whatever you think of anything you want to think of, that's fine. There are people out no, there that... No, if you don't agree with us, you're stupid. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, we we understand. <laughs> we, we, Fuck you, and that's, piece of shit. And you don't that's like why what we I ban- like. Fuck off, <laughs> and dummy. That's why, right? And that's why we banned Star Wars from the podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but that's the thing. So yeah, there's always that one weirdo that thinks that Morpheus was Morbius was a good movie. It wasn't. It sucked. You know, there are people that you know hated Infinity War. You know, like my mom and my nephew. You know, they were like. That must have been the longest movie ever made. That's what they were saying when I took them to the movie theater. But for the most part, people enjoyed that movie. So there's always a general yeah. consensus of what people think, so regardless of your own yeah. personal opinion of what you think. There's the people is. that like the Snyder Cut. Yeah, I, I, you know, hey, to each their own. <laughs> so okay, Snyder Cut banned, <laughs> along with Star Wars. Let's just stick it, stick it over there. You know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but like I said, we got the Batman coming out. And when I saw just one, you know, post about it, one tweet about it, I'm just like, okay, maybe just that one person that just couldn't get into it, you know. But it kept being over and over and over again. Then people jumping in there, yeah, that movie did suck. I hated that movie. I didn't want to watch it. So I'm just like, there, there seemed to be some kind of disconnect going on, Eli. I think there's some kind of discourse going on, you know, because believe it or not, people do pay attention to our, our reviews, like us. It's not a lot. But our people that pay attention to our reviews, so they will see a movie or like a movie and not like a movie based on what we say. You know, we said Morbius suck. People are saying, you know what? I'm glad you said it. I'm not going to see that movie, you know. But we recommended The Batman. You know, both of us did. It wasn't just me because sometimes we are not on the same page. Sometimes I will recommend some shit, you know, and I'll just say, you know, I like it. I just go for it. But we both recommended Batman and people going to see the Batman just saying, you know, I waited for the HBO to come out. Yeah, that movie suck. Boring. Couldn't stand it. And it wasn't like it was overrated or it wasn't as hype. Y'all made it. They just said it flat out sucked. Couldn't watch it. Couldn't get into it. And it was all, and they actually went into detail about why they didn't like it. One reason, hold on, let me see what we got. Uh, Like I said, it's always that one guy, Eli. It's always that one guy. (laughs) Shout out to Jake. (laughs) God bless you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, but th- th- what I was saying is that the first thing they were saying they didn't like about the movie is main thing Robert Pattinson. They thought he sucked as Batman, not Bruce Wayne, Batman. They, the third, the thing they kept throwing around was emo. <laughs> he was an emo Batman the whole time. Like I couldn't get into emo Batman. It's just like I have. So, I did see that. I did see that. That uh, it's emo <laughs> Batman. Batman just oh wow. People the hate time. the Batman. In certain circles, uh, six months man. In certain circles, like I said, I I am seeing I am seeing a trend. But yeah, like you got people hating Robert Pattinson. Uh, of course, now, of course they hated his Bruce Wayne, but they specifically said they hated him. Uh, just the way he was just acting like hey, you're not my dad, Alfred. You know that really rubbed people the wrong way. Um, what else? The only thing people like universally liked about this movie was Jeffrey Wright is Jim Gordon. That was about it. Everybody else had Discord about their likes. Some people didn't even like Zoe. You know, uh, for what reason? I don't know. They just say that. I don't know what they just didn't like her. You know, uh, Penguin for the most part liked, but people forgot he was in the movie. Riddler, people hated Riddler. If you hated Batman, of course you hated Riddler. You know, but most people couldn't even make it to the Riddler to even see what he looked like. So they just like what I did see of him, I hated. So that's my thing. I don't know. It, my now the reason I'm bringing this up because I do think how you experience the movie determines how you like a movie. We saw the movie in the theaters. You saw the movie in the theater. You know, a lot of people are watching it at HBO Max at home. And I do think that this movie, I'm not calling people anything like that, but I do think this movie requires more of your attention than, say, a Marvel movie. You know, a Marvel movie, you know, 
most of the time you actually have to pay attention to the plot, pay attention to the acting, pay attention to what's going on with the screen. Where another movie you might be watching at home, it just shit might happen. Shit's blowing up, a joke is being told, you know, and it's keeping your attention going. Where this isn't that type of movie. And I do think in a theater environment, that's why I do think that the theater experience enhanced this movie. Uh, when you're in a theater environment, you're locked in, you don't have a cell phone, you're paying attention to the movie because you're there because you can't go anywhere. When you're at home watching HBO Max, what are all of us doing when we're at home watching TV? This. On our phone. <laughs> or, or this. Fold, folding laundry. IPad, tap it on the phone. People in the background screaming and shit. Microwaving a burrito. <laughs> right. You're eating in the hate time. You're, you're, Taking you're not, a shit. <laughs> <laughs> now keep my, I'm not blaming everybody because I do this. I'm guilty of this myself when I'm watching a movie at home and it's there and I'm doing other shit. And it's like even when I'm preparing for the podcast right before we record, I might throw a movie on, but I may not be paying attention to it. If shit happens, cool. But if not, I'm just ignoring it in the background. So that's the thing. So when people are watching movies at home, this is the stuff you're going through. You're not locked in. It's like if the movie catch me cool, if it don't, I'm checked out. And a lot of times with a movie, if you're not investing in the first 30 minutes, you're not going to catch on with whatever the hell else is going on with the movie. You're just, you're just out of it, you know? And most people don't do rewatches on movies. They, they didn't like the first time, you know? Oh shit. They come in hot. We'll see. Uh, really kind of goofy spot. That's kind of the point. Yeah. We explained it in our review. Yeah. Oh, uh, your phones when you're at the movies, <laughs> Jake, you, <laughs> that's a violation. Jake, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> Uh, Gore Pecco, real uh, even Alpha, all more interesting than Batman Bruce Wayne. But that's what I always said. Batman is always the least interesting part of his own stories in any story. That's just me, you know. But that's my thing. In order to really invest in this movie, you have to pay attention to it. You have to be invested. You have to be locked in. If you're at home, it's not going to catch attention. And it's not just this movie. I think it's a lot of movies there's a lot of disconnect on. Say, uh, Fast and the Furious say transformers a lot of people do watch fast and the furious at home including myself and it's like how the fuck these movies keep making all this money you know <laughs> i i watched the last one like that and i was like I, I like this movie really but when you're in the theater and you got a bunch of shit blowing up all around so like that you can enjoy yourself at the time do you remember anything about the movie when you walk out of a transformers movie no but the two hours i saw when i was there i liked it but i can't watch that shit at home you know, and yeah. I think the Batman is the same way. Like when you watch the movie at home, it's not gonna get give you the same effect as it is in the theaters. That's just, that's just me. You know. Yeah, and I think going like the people who saw it in the theaters were the ones really excited for it, and probably more fans of Batman and wanted, you know, and um, wanted to enjoy it that way. But even then, like even after before it came out, um, before it came out on HBO. It seemed to be the same consensus. People are actually really liked it, or they thought it was boring, or this or that. Um, Megan Fox. <laughs> I, I knew Megan Fox, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, like it, like it seems like yeah, it's boring. It's long. Um, emo Batman. All it's like the same shit. Basically, well, for me, it's like everything that people, are, the people are hating about it, are all the reasons why I love it. You know, first of right. all, e first of all, emo Batman. Don't you read a fucking comic? Batman's no. always emo. No, they don't. That's the thing. Batman <laughs> is yeah. Batman is never happy ever. <laughs> you know, he's a sad fucking sack. It's it's yeah. <laughs> you know, but bore. I mean, I liked 
like I said, we talked about it in the fucking our review. I like that it was more of a murder mystery. I like that it was like the Zodiac or Seven, you know. But, more but the a, thing yeah. in twenty twenty two, Eli, how many people are going out to see Seven or yeah. Zodiac or Kiss the Girls or whatever the hell came out? Yeah, I mean, true crime shit is all on Hulu and they they watch it on they stream it on Netflix and shit. Yeah, it's not that. But yeah, I mean, I, I like that. The, you know, yes, the first it, it is. I I do understand that it is a long movie. And, um, I, but I liked that it was a detective story and a murder mystery and it made all these references to all these cool serial killer shit. And, but, and then they tack on this boombastic comic book shit at the end. You know, I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I saw it twice in the theater. I've watched it twice since this week since it's been on HBO. I have um, also, yeah. Yeah, and I still enjoy it. I mean, yeah, I, I, but I, I, I've been seeing that shit. People just hate it, you know? Yeah. For whatever, and yes, it's and, it's 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 not a Marvel movie. It's not a Marvel movie. It's not even a Justice League movie. You know, <laughs> it's, not you know, a Snyder it's, movie. You know? It's not a Snyder movie. It's just it's a mystery. It is a a, a straight up murder mystery. You know, um, and I and, and that's what I like about it. But hey, you know, I get it. If pe- people want to go see Razamataz Batman, Goofy can't be Batman. That, this ain't it. You know, if you want to see Punch Him Up Batman, there's a little bit of that, but you know. This isn't an action movie, but but it's know? not every five minutes. That's the thing. It's not an yeah. action punch them up fast movie. And I think that's what got like people are like okay, how many fight scenes are there? And they kind of spaced out. Yeah, they're there, but they're spaced out. And 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 and, and quite frankly, yes. The, 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 do they need the third hour? Not really. It could have <laughs> totally it could have totally ended. You know, once they caught the Riddler. And uh, but hey, I get it. They need to sell toys. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they, and they, they gotta got have their fight stuff. scene you know you gotta yeah. have you gotta have it's a comic book movie we gotta have all the razzmatazz and so yeah they tacked on this you know really action-packed ending which i still loved i still thought it was cool you know but i i dig that i i dug all of that and now that i've watched it like four five times now i'm noticing shit that i haven't noticed before then and, I, and I, right. it's making me like the movie even more <laughs> right you know? now like i said you know? we're not judging anybody if you don't like the movie it's just not your movie that's fine but I just found I just found it weird that that's like the 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 narrative of the movie online just changed in a yeah. month's time. That's all. Like if you didn't go see it in the theater, well then you probably didn't give a fuck about it anyways. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and yeah, I mean that. So that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing basically, and the, the reasons why everybody hate it are the reasons why I love it. Yeah, emo Batman. I like that emo. I like that he's still not. He's developing back. He's he hasn't become the Batman we know yet. That he's still learning. I like all that shit. That scene in fucking where he meets the Riddler in Arkham. I love that shit. I love that scene. Yeah. You know, when Riddler's I, that, like, that's one of my favorite scenes when he talked to the yeah. Riddler. Yeah. Yeah. When Riddler's like, oh, really? You're an orphan? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Even the part like where he was that. just annoying Batman. So I'm a and and in bat and and how you yeah, and how you just see Batman just like staring at the ground, like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, the shit I went through, the shit that defines me as a character, really ain't that bad. Yet I went nuts. And then when he says we're the same, then he's like, whoa, no, we're not. No, no, I'm not as crazy as you are. You know, I that makes it for me. You know, like I said, it reminds me of Silence of the Lambs and Manhunter and 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 Zodiac and Seven and you know. I think it goes into the psychology of Batman more than any other movie did, you know? So, but that's me. Here we are sucking its dick again. So, yeah, I, I still love the movie, but like I said, if everybody, different strokes for different folks. That's all we got to say. Yeah. So, 
let's you move know. on to the next part of the podcast. Let's talk about something that happened a long time ago on Monday. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the that Thor Love and Trailer. Like, like in the internet terms, oh, this is yeah, yeah, the long yonder times. <laughs> you know, <laughs> back with that. So yeah, but people had completely forgot about the before love Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> right before Buff Danny uh Danny Elfman, yeah. But let's just talk about love, uh, love, Thor, and nothing. Let's give our two cents about it. Uh, from what I've seen, the trailer was uh ready with Batman and Catwoman hookup. Well, I thought they, I thought DC banned that. I thought they don't do that or something, you know. <laughs> and, and other than Zack Snyder, like once they fire Zack Snyder, say that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Uh, but as far as the Love and Thunder trailer, Eli, what what would you think about it? Yeah, it was, it was there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to briefly talk about it because it was like it was there. It was a thing. It happened. You know, it didn't just blow my mind. Like, oh shit, it's greatest trailer. Because the thing is, like Ragnarok, I thought was like one of the best trailers that Marvel ever put together. And it's the same guy that's making that movie and making this movie. Yeah, and he made this trailer. I'm just like, it's okay. They on a boat and Thor's kissing the person, and he may or may not be in love with Star Lord, and. And they the guns and gun they play guns and roses, sweet child of mine. I'm like, damn. Of all the Viking metal, all the Viking metal bands that are around, they couldn't find one. <laughs> I, I guess, but they weren't trying to go for that high octane energy or whatever. You know, you love one to play baby, uh, want to see baby Yoda. Oh, uh, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but everybody get bad about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's why we're talking about it, Jake. That is why we're talking about it because it's 2015 all over again. We have to relive this 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 insanity. Let's just get to it. Uh, let's get to it. First thing, people are pissed off about Thor and Jane Foster. Yes, we have girl Thor or she Thor. It's just Thor. Just call it Thor, man. It's okay. He who he or she who wields the power of Thor. Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait. Is she Odin's son? <laughs> Odin daughter or whatever she, the fuck. Is yeah. she the son of Odin? Then no, I'm not calling her Thor. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Hashtag not my Thor. We that's get like it. saying that's like Leroy saying he's Eli. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is Thor true. Thor is a person, not a costume. <laughs> that is true. But the thing is, people looking at this poster, it was getting pissed off about it. I, this the whole time I was thinking about. They're like, is they not copying He Man? But that's just me, you know. So yeah, we we've lived through this again. Like I said, this the whole thing went through in 2015 when Jane Foster first appeared. She became Thor, and everybody was pissed off and. The fans wanted to fight the uh, the creators of Marvel at Comic-Cons every time they saw them and shit like that. Then they changed it back. Now we're going through this all over again. The same people that are making those posts back in 2015, making it again. Uh, honestly, Eli, I think we're getting pissed off about it for no reason. That's just me. I'm, 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 but here's the reason why I think we're getting pissed off for no reason. Because at the end, it doesn't matter. It's not like they're giving Natalie Portman a, a trilogy of these movies. She barely looked like she's even in this movie. Like, it's going to be just a one-off thing. It may be like a multiverse. She shows up. Hey, I'm Thor. She'll leave, and that's it. It's not like it's her movie. It's just she's a thing. She's there to sell tickets, and that's it. I don't think she's going to be invented that much. That's what I think. I think it's a Thor movie, and move on. But the internet's a good internet. Uh, variants, yeah. That's one thing. She might be just a yeah, internet uh, uh, multiverse yeah. variant or whatever. Multiverse you know, that's a, variant, yeah. That's a thing that might show, or it may not be. I don't know, you know. But that's what I think has happened. So I think people just getting upset over something they really don't even get upset about. It's just a thing. It happened. You know. Yeah. I mean, I like I enjoyed the last one. I think uh, you know, 
I think the you know the last one, Ragnarok, is one of my favorite Marvel movies. So I I I am looking forward to this one. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I I I just said, oh, well, I'm gonna see it. It didn't. Yeah, the trailer didn't wow me in any ways, mostly because of the song. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you didn't play Guitar Hero. I see that now. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, as far as yeah, I mean, I I never gave a shit about Jane as Thor either. So I I I mean, I didn't read most of. I didn't read. I never finished Jason Aaron's Thor run. Right. So. For for those that don't know, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of Jason Aaron's run in this new movie. But yeah. not only with Jane Foster, but also Gore the God Butcher and yeah, I read some uh, of that shit, this. and then I kind of fell off after a while. I'm like, I don't whatever, you know. It ain't no Conan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he tried to make it Conan. He, wanted he basically to be Conan was trying to turn yeah. Thor into Conan, which was kind of cool. But um, but yeah, I just fell off after a while. I didn't give a shit. And then they turned then they turned Thor into a you know into Jane or whatever. And I was just like, ah, whatever, you know. So I mean, I don't. Yeah, in the end, I don't really give a shit. But I'm not like, oh, you know, um, I'm not totally. I mean, like, we might need away. to be that. We're like the only like people on social media that do this kind of book shit. That's not, you know, flipping his shit over Jane Foster. Like yeah. maybe we need to to get views. I guess. And I think, and, and 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 what gets me is a, you know, it's it's creating the divide again, which I think that's what I think is more stupid than anything else. Okay, but and, but are they doing it or are these assholes online doing it? I don't know. I I just keep saying don't calling her Lady Thor is sexist. Blah 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 blah. And then people are like, well, Lady Thor is actually a proper name because that's how you refer to a woman of royalty. <laughs> Right, and, and then they're just going like they like you know people uh yes luigi hunter no luigi hunter this is recording <laughs> we are all here this is uh oh i have a uh, question by all Accent. means go for it yeah um but yeah i mean i just see everyone starting to like you know call each other sexist or call each other this is or that is or that or whatever because that you know trying to you know be all the whole stupid woke unwoke you know, diversity arguments that you see online. That's just, that to me is just getting old. I, I'm, I'm sick of the, I'm sick of the, the divide, <laughs> you know? Right. And, um, but there's and I, good money into it. It's good yeah. money and people talking about it. That's the thing about it. Yeah. And, um, it's just a discussion. It's just tired discussions that I'm, you know, I have no interest in anymore. And especially coming from a, from a corporation that really doesn't get, <laughs> <laughs> Only right. cares about the green. <laughs> so <laughs> they know people are going to talk about it. So let's just this yeah. just put it out there. That's basically what they're doing. Yeah, let's let's. They're, they're basically marketing arguments. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's get people arguing over over poli- political bullshit, and that's their market now. Well, let's let's change. Let's you know piss off the old school characters and and or whatever you know. Let let let's just you know intentionally piss people off just so. They talk about it, and you know, and it 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 just keeps the divide going. That's how I feel right. about it. But but my thing yeah. is, we get overexcited about this stuff and get pissed off about this stuff. But a week later, it doesn't even matter. Remember that Michael no. B. Jordan Superman movie? It's never gonna happen. But guess what? People got pissed over for the last two weeks about it. Just talked about Overcam for a movie that's never even gonna happen. Maybe gonna be a thing. So that's the thing. The internet is just generating shit. And to be honest with you, Eli, we're part of the machine ourselves, even just talking about this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Wanna move, yeah, <laughs> wanna move on? <laughs> yeah, just realize yeah, I unplugged myself from the matrix. Let's go. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about the uh this that people are also getting pissed off about the art. Like I said, you got that scene from there that also came from 
the go of the guard butcher run also and people are complaining that yeah the the artist that made that cgi rendering probably gonna get paid way more than the guy that actually created the thing in the comic probably will fuck it <laughs> he knew that when he signed on to the deal uh what do we got here uh, more attention, more money. That's the thing, uh, 616, man. It's all it's all part of the market machine. We're we're doing Marvel's work for them. Just talking about this shit. Yeah. You know. So uh, let's move on. I can't see what that is. Let's move on to this one. Yeah, this one. I just want to briefly talk about this one. <laughs> because I think when I only, I, honestly, I was going to ignore it. But when he kept doing it, I feel like we have to just mention it. Just kind of briefly. So, yeah. So people don't know yet. Yeah, Ezra Miller has attacked some people in Hawaii. Again, this is not the first time he's done it. He's actually done it not, again. And not online, not attacked them online, like in real life. <laughs> yeah, in real life, yeah. Like, like, and she put hands on them. I think they would like hear karaoke and they sing a song he didn't like or something like that. Oh, I'm sorry. We keep saying he. We got to use the pronouns, man. We got to, it's not he, she, he, them, you, me, us. So, so I'm going to just say, I'm gonna, his pronoun, the pronoun for Ezra Miller is this motherfucker. That's what I'm going to call <laughs> this motherfucker. Okay. So this motherfucker wants to punch people over and over again in Hawaii. So right now, for the last over week a in song? Hawaii, I don't know what it was. I may have been over a song, I guess. Maybe he didn't like the selection. Because that's awesome, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> oh man so yeah but my thing about it is that people are thinking about maybe they should replace Ezra Miller for the Flash or maybe they should get somebody else they they can't they can't replace Ezra Miller for the Flash so let's just kill that notion right there the reason they can't kill the movie because the movie's technically already done you know They've already wrapped filming. They're already in the middle of special effects. They're already doing stuff like that. So maybe they'll throw another ending in where he gets sucked to a time hole and he comes out black or some shit like that. I don't know, you know, but as of right now, he's stuck in the movie. But this DC has a way of getting around this. It wasn't Ezra Miller. It was the reverse flash. He did all the shit. So. He was in character. He was method. Exactly. <laughs> It was me, Barry, all along. Uh, pretty sorry. like him as a flash. I hate him as a flash. I thought he sucked. That's I don't know why. Why, why are we even like uh, defending this guy? Because he's like the last piece of like the Snyder reign that was there. So now all you guys left is Jason Momoa and and Gal Gadot, and just, I think she's gonna be like one more movie. That's wrap for her anyway. So yeah, if they even we'll do just that, blame we'll, it. we'll just blame it all on Josh Whedon. We Josh Whedon's fault. Hey, it worked before. Just do it again. <laughs> Josh Whedon yeah. at home, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Josh oh, Whedon and Ezra Miller hanging out together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next part. Okay, okay, let's move on to the next part of it. Let's. This is the video game section, Eli. I'm gonna let you take Ooh. over for this. For this, this, this all you. So I want to see oh. what you got for me because I really didn't do any research on this, but I, I know you wanted to really talk about this because I. Even though I, I am the target demographic for this, I just didn't. Yeah, you like video games. I do, and I and I beat all these games, but it's just I'm gonna let you talk about it. Then I'll I'll put my two cents in there. Well, yeah, the guy was it Derek Kolstad, the guy who created John Wick and directed Deadpool movies and and what have you, choreographs all these new wave action movies. Um, I guess they're announcing that they're making a Streets of Rage movie because Sega Sega has success with the so- Sonic movies. Like, well, I fuck think it, let's Sonic start. 2, yeah, is like the highest grossing video game movie of all time. Yeah. And like, it's well, actually it. uh, Jim Carrey's highest grossing opening weekend of any of his movies of all time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So based on that, based on the success of the Sonic movies, 
they're reaching into Sega's game library. Like, well, what else can we do with the movie? With them make a movie out of? And they pulled out Streets of Rage. Um, so yeah, and this is like I said, the guy who created John Wick choreographs John Wick. Um, Keanu Reeves stunt double in the Matrix movies, who knows martial arts and is an action choreographer. Um, he wants to make the Streets of Rage games into a movie. Um, I think it's kind of a cool idea until I started to think about it. You know, I was like, okay. what, what, what rating is it going to be? What's the, see, if, if they're going to make it PG and shit, make it for kids, well, then you're going to have, just... you're going to have Double Dragon in the 90s. You're going to have the Street Fighter movie with Van Damme, something shitty like that crap. <laughs> I mean, but it's that's what it is. It's Streets of Rage. It was for Sega Genesis. It's not like it was hardcore shit like God of War or anything like that, or they remade it or anything like that. It's well, they did. Yeah, I mean, they don't do. I mean, God of War wasn't out back then. But um, but I'm saying the people who play Streets of Rage are old school gamers. Right. They're, they're over eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I if they make this an R-rated movie and make it dope ass fight scenes like that's in John Wick. Or nobody, or the raid. If they just make the raid, <laughs> then this could be dope. Give cool, brutal action scenes, R-rated. Let them go all out, because that's all this move. That's all the games are. Is just a side scrolling, punch them up game. You know. That's all they've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. I have so another. I, I have another concern. Okay. Oh, hold on. Let me see what what Jake got. Let's see. Uh. Yes, I, you took the words right out of my. That's exactly what I was about to say. There's no story to these games, and that's the problem with a lot of them. Yeah, video game movies are the new comic book movies coming up. That's the problem with a lot of older video games, like in the Nintendo and say stuff like that. There's no story. Now there is a kind of story to kind of get it going. I think somebody gets kidnapped, and no, it's it's I'm, basically a, a corporate a corrupt corporation is taking over the city, and all these ex cops come together and start whipping everybody. It's diehard. It's 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 an action movie. It's no different than Rambo or or John Wick. <laughs> you don't give a shit about what's going on in John Wick movies. He just kicks ass. That's all. That's true. They, they killed his dog. So I guess you don't movies. really need much of yeah. a plot. You just yeah. yeah. The best John Wick plot was the first movie because you gave a fuck about the dog. The the rest of the sequels, do you give a shit what's happening in John Wick two or three? No, I don't even know why they still ass. after That's him. It's just, I kind of forgot. It's just yeah. <laughs> they just shooting him. Yeah. But you don't give a shit because it's all about his ass whooping. You know, nobody. You see nobody? That fucking yeah, movie's yeah. dope as fuck. I don't remember. He's an old ex ass kicker who starts kicking ass. That's all I care <laughs> about. Kate, did you, did, have you seen Kate yet on Netflix? I haven't seen Kate yet. It's dope. Oh, man. Dope. I don't care what it's about. She's an assassin and she starts assassinating people with their bare hands. <laughs> And that's all. And that's all you. That's the reason why you watch it is for the action scenes. You don't give a shit about the plot, you know. (laughs) So okay. So yeah, I mean, the the raid, the raid, one of the best action movies, both of them, Raid and Raid Two. It's just cops kicking ass. You know, they're going up the building. It's basically a video, a live action video game. They go on. They start on the first floor. They keep making their way up to the roof in the first raid movie. They lose their guns. Then they got to fight the boss when they get to the roof. That's that's all that movie's about. But it's awesome, and that's what they need to do with this. Just keep the just focus on the fight scenes and make it really cool action. You know, 
I mean, that's now what they're make- doing now. Like, did you see the Hitman's Bodyguard movies? They're cheesy, stupid kind of love stories, but the action is cool. Really cool, brutal action scenes. You know, uh, John Wick is a POV amount of research that goes into it. Yeah, how many bullets are training with guns? Man. How many bullets he fires? Yeah. Action. Yeah, I mean, it's cool action, so you just go with it. Street Fighter Gritty Reboot. Yeah. reboot. yeah. Uh, and that's the thing, like you say, Street Fighter, uh, Streets of Rage, the video games actually rip off of Final Fight, which came from Capcom, which was kind of like a Street Fighter spinoff. They, and that movie had, well, that movie actually was an adaptation of another movie. So Final Fight was an adaptation of a movie in the 80s called Streets of Fire. And it actually had the exact same plot. Uh, dude, gang came to war, kidnapped his girlfriend, took him there, he had to fight his way through it. They even had the same name. The guy's name was Cody. So the guy named Cody in Streets of Fire was the same guy in Final Fight named Cody. So yeah, so that's what, it was. and that's why the white new Streets of Rage look, looks just like that. Streets of Rage and I. Now, here's the thing about Streets of Rage. Uh, oh, Tony Jaws way past the prime to do stuff like that. He can't do it. If it was early 2000s, yeah, you'd like to see made live action. Uh, I guess Streets of Rage. Um, <laughs> sure. I mean, I played all like Shinobi and uh, yeah, Streets of Rage, Final Fight, Cyborg Justice. Does anybody remember Cyborg Justice? Get at me if you remember Cyborg Justice. I used to go, I could play through the whole Cyborg Justice, beat it without dying. Oh, you were just a robot and you got the East Watt. Yeah. East Watt was my shit. East, you remember okay. East Watt? I don't, I don't think so. What was that one? Yeah, you was a cop, but you turned into like a armor suit and then you go around, you. Okay, nobody remember, nobody remember East Watt. I'm gonna Twitch stream <laughs> East Watt one day to make everybody remember East Watt. But the thing about Streets of Rage, there's really only one thing. Everybody General Chaos, yes, Heisenberg. I remember General Chaos. I do remember that game. It was like the four. We we all played at the four players and shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe they do Altered Beast. They can do Altered Beast. <laughs> yes, Altered, yeah, those games. You Altered actually could Beast. do Altered Beast. Yeah, Go, Golden Axe. Like I I, I loved all those side scrollers. Shinobi, Ninja Gaiden, you know, yeah, um, sure. and yeah, and yeah, I beat all the Streets of Rage games. I mean, I got the new one. Yeah, m- yeah, remember? <laughs> Ninja yeah, Street, Ninja Gaiden. But, now, there's uh, there's one thing that makes a Streets of Rage game what it is. The reason it sticks out from every other game that was at the time, and that's one thing: the music. Yeah, the music was fucking awesome. So honestly, I don't give a shit what they do with the Streets of Rage movie as long as they have the same music. Or at least the same composer that was doing the music. Now, people always say that video game movies music sucks, but it didn't. That guy was so popular with that music. He was actually a DJ in Japan. And when he DJed, he played his music and people were shaking their ass to it. Like the Streets of Rage soundtrack. You know it. It's stuck in your head. You remember it. Uh, You whooping ass, but you remember. Bring back. I don't know what the second channel is. Uh, I got... um, (laughs) No, not, please don't make Streets of Rage music with Danny Elfman, swole ass Danny Elfman. Make him a boss character or something. No, but I got oh. Streets of Rage during the pandemic, 2020. That's how. That's what I spent my 2020 summer doing. I got Streets of Rage 4, and I played it all summer, beat it all with all the characters. Um, yeah, I had a blast. Just and, and it is one of those games. And when they announced this the other day, you know, about the movie, I went and downloaded the the new dlc pack i thought it was gonna be a brand new like story mode it wasn't it was just a survival mode um where you just play until you die um but Uh, it unlocked a few characters yeah it unlocked a few characters and i actually went back and played through the game a couple times this past week and just had fun 
just sitting there, just kicking ass, you know, getting the timing down. Yeah, it's all about the timing, you know, and that's what I like about it. It's just simple fun. You can beat the game in an hour, and yeah, you know, I I I always dig it. It's it's a cool old school game, and that's why I got into the Cobra Kai game that came out a couple of years ago because it's just a side scroller. You get the you're just ass kicking across the across the screen, you know. I, I think I still dig game. those games. Let's see. Uh, gonna be that new Ninja Turtle shops. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I want to get that. That new Ninja Turtle uh, Shredder's Revenge. It's it's an old school. Is it a real style. game or is it just yeah. the, always like Streets of Rage Four was like a remake of the old yeah. side scrollers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for the alien, the aliens versus predator games, all that shit. I, I Contra Contra was hard. I always had a pl- hard time with Contra, but Did I had one of those the, without the code. I had no, I had one of them like uh, table. Game genius. The, the, the the you know the joystick controllers where you let lay down the table and oh. it had that it had that like skip feature that kind of paused in and out oh <laughs> so like they paused, didn't help me <laughs> so it was like going in slow motion so i was able to dodge like everything because it was like going in slow oh motion. you were in the matrix and shit okay <laughs> basically it was bullet time <laughs> uh get a remaster ready for it yeah uh which one the first oh, yeah. one the first because they made like a whole bunch of max Payne movies uh had it yeah a b a c a b b select start I think A B yeah. no up down up down left right B A B A start right. sorry yeah. I screwed up I screwed up yeah. that's the Konami code that's it's too much stuff up here but anyway uh can we move on to the next part of the podcast sure okay we're here all right like I said it's comic book bullies where we talk about the comic books and we're just gonna jump into it and Eli you wanna go first uh sure yo up up down down you're right you're right not up down oh, up down damn. up up down I, down I totally left, right, forgot left. to get my my uh my picture's ready. What should I do first? What are you doing? Are you doing, should I do Nightwing? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay. I'll do Nightwing. Nightwing, 91. Tom Taylor, y'all. Um, so there's been a pit put out on Nightwing, Blockbuster. That's his name. I was calling him Blockhead last time. Something like that. Yeah, Blockhead. Or <laughs> Hammerhead, some shit I can't remember. Yeah, Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster put out a hit on uh, on on uh, Dick Grayson, so he he's been living with the Flash with Ezra Miller. <laughs> <laughs> you need somebody to ask for him. Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get Ezra Miller to protect Nightwing. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, Dick and Barry have been um, hanging out together, and they decide to go on some d- d- go on some adventures. And I guess there's a uh, what wait, wait, was this guy? Dick or was this Wally? Wally or Wally, right? Or Barry? Is it Wally or Barry? I forget. Because Wally's in time space. Oh, wait, no, man. Oh, flash. It's a flash. Yeah. Anyway, there's this new assassin, or I don't know. I've never heard of this person before. The the agent of what is it? I can't even read that. I'm like, I can't see that what that says. Anyway, this guy or this woman, she's like some expert assassin who hires all these other assassins to go and kill Nightwing. Um, Barry and, uh, or I'll just say Ezra <laughs> <laughs> to make it easier. Yeah. The Flash and Nightwing go and find out who this person is and kick their ass. Um, and then finds out their network. And she, this, this assassin is got ties to like all the top assassins on earth. So basically, he sends out an, a mass email saying, Yeah, uh, Dick Grayson's gonna be here, go kill him. And then they all uh, ambush him. He gets like the Teen Titans. He gets like, uh, yeah, 
Supergirl and or Superboy or Superman. Superman now. John okay, shows yeah, up and they yeah. basically all they all ambush whoever shows up, all the all the assassins that take the bait, they all ambush them and kick their ass. And then so at the end, Blockbuster's like, man. Uh, none of these assassins want to take your job now because they just got taken out by, you know, a bunch of superheroes. So if you want to kill, you know, Nightwing, you're gonna have to do it yourself. And that's kind of where it ends. So pretty cool action pack. Tom Taylor still killing it on this book. Four out of five. Four out of five. Okay, nice. Like say, uh, did he John Wick him? So it's like John Wick. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, excommunicado. Yeah, yeah, y'all called it. Y'all called it. Yeah, the shit they doing with Nightwing. He's excommunicado. Yeah. Uh, uh sure, something like that. Yeah. Dick and Barry sounds like a movie I don't want to watch. Or do you? Dick and Barry <laughs> isn't that isn't that already a movie? I'm pretty oh, that sure. Dick and Jane. That's Dick and Jane. Sorry. Or Dick and Harry? I guess. I don't Dick know. and Harry. <laughs> uh, what you doing, nothing, honey? Anyway, <laughs> that was a real thing in the '90s. We were crazy. Uh, okay, next book I'm going to do is we got an angry emoji. Oh well, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next book we're going to do is uh, what am I going to do? Superman like Batman. Morbius, dude, that's why. That's what it was. He's that one guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to do Superman and Batman World's Finest. That's the one we're going to do right now. I'm trying to get everything set up. What's going on with this book? For those that didn't catch up, it's kind of like a Silver Age book that isn't really connected to anything. It's just its own story, just doing shit, kind of. That's what's going on. With what the fuck? Right what right. the fuck? It's not in continuity. Fuck this shit. Right. It's not kind of hashtag not my Superman and Batman. Yeah, they just they actually they don't fight in this book. I mean, they don't fight each other in this book. So what about the time Superman like burned hot dogs at a picnic? With his heat rays. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, sorry, it's not canonical. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, hold on. Before we get to it, let's start. We, we got here, Jake. Uh, yeah. I think that are, yeah, Dan Moore, I think, is the guy. So, let's just jump into it and see exactly what's going on. So, yeah. So, basically, for left, left, left off is that Superman is having surgery with the, uh, the chief from Doom Patrol. So, he's the one surgery. He's got, like, some kryptonite like a scalpel and surgical tools and stuff like that and he's cutting into his rib cage and you actually see superman's rib cage open and it's actually like lighting up the room by himself so that's weird they're having an autopsy well not an autopsy because he's still alive but yeah uh and they basically find out what's going on with that the red kryptonite isn't in his heart the red kryptonite is in his blood we're going to cut to the end what's going on is that uh they basically saying that even though it's red kryptonite kryptonite is still kryptonite he's only got a few moments to live so we have to basically give him like a blood transfusion, but we got like maybe 10 minutes at the most to do it. So we need negative man to do it. But it's like, but negative man can only get out of his body for a minute. Does he have enough time to do all that blood transfusion time? We're like, well, let's find out. So negative man jumps to Superman's body, blood transfuses him. And yeah, that's it. So Superman's safe. So yeah, but you're going to cut to the end. Well, not to the end, but towards that. And Basically talking, so the Doom Patrol, Superman and Batman, Robin all have a conversation about what is going on, who is the mastermind behind this thing that tried to kill Superman. And Robin notices that Batman and Chief keep talking over each other. He's like, what's wrong with them? And Superman just says, that's what happens when you put the two smartest guys in the room in the same room together. They try to prove that they're the smartest guy in the room. So they're just going to talk over each other constantly. 
so they got this sword and it basically the sword comes from the legend of neza uh and the reason the, the what's so important about this sword is that the doom patrol basically tells them uh back in the zing zoo dynasty whatever like that uh this guy named the well the king at the time was ling jing and his son died in battle so when his son died in battle he basically looked all over the world was all of the years spent all this money trying to find a way to save his son to bring him back to life he found a way eventually and when he brought he gave his son like the elixir of eternal life would actually made his son immortal his son cannot die anymore you know uh so when his son came back to life he realized what the hell was going on wait so you gave away all your money you're no longer king where we're basically owe all these people money so you're worthless the person i used to look up to now you're worthless yank chop his head off so now i'm the king so he becomes even bigger than the other guy and his dad was before gets more money more power he learns from magicians he's got magic powers now and he calls himself no longer neza he is devil neza you know and only only thing superman heard was oh so he knows magic oh shit you know because superman don't like to fool with anybody that got magic you know so they found out the way they trapped him is that they found these five uh magician warriors that basically trapped him and nobody's seen him since so basically it's like okay so if he's back that means either it's a copycat or somebody freed him so we need to figure out what the hell's going on and basically chief is showing them that he's enlisted a whole bunch of supervillains right now because all your friends are being attacked by supervillains right now felix foss uh, we don't know who's attacking Flash, but he's attacked Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and Batman's just like, hold up, you spying on us? We're like, that's spying. We're like monitoring. We're like, well, we'll deal with this when we, when we come back. Right. <laughs> like Batman doesn't do this same shit, you know. <clears throat> Ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun, you know. All right. So uh so Superman shows up and he's like, Look, Robin, I want you to team up with Supergirl. And for some reason, Supergirl and Batman, uh Robin don't like each other. We don't find out why. I guess we'll find out later. But anyway, and Supergirl even say like, why do I need him? I can do this by myself. They're like, you need a detective. Take your ass on. Take Robin. Go find out where this sword came from. While we go rescue Billy Bassett because he's being attacked by Felix Faust right now. So Felix Faust is attacking him because Devil Neza is telling him to do it. And he, what he's done to make sure B- Billy Bassett doesn't transform to Shazam is that he removed his mouth. So he can't say Shazam. He can't say anything, you know. So by that time, Superman and Batman finally get there. Batman is like, you just a magician with a staff. With a staff, you ain't shit, so I can kick the shit out of you. And even Superman is just like, well, look, I'm, I'm still recovering from what happened last time, but I can take this guy. You know, he's nobody. And he's like, oh, you overestimate your power. So he he visions him. He ages, reflects him. You know, that's some old Street Fighter shit, you know. Uh, Superman's punching. He can't get past it because it's magic. So he magics both of them. And then Superman looking at Batman like, ain't you like the world's greatest escape artist? Can't you get out of this shit, you know? And Batman's like, look, I can't escape it, but he can still hear us. Assuming like, ah. So he just whistles. But apparently his whistle is like some kind of ultrasonic type thing that gives him vertigo. Why it doesn't do Batman like that? I don't know. It just does. You know, so they drop Felix. He's down and like, okay, uh, I'm going to skip the Superman. Uh, this Robin. It's the brown Basically, note get, or whatever. Yeah, they <laughs> they go they go back in time. It's a shit. I don't care. You know, Um so anyway, Superman's interrogating Phoenix Faust, and he's like, "What did you do to Billy? And who's who? Who are you working for? You know?" And he's just like, "Oh, well, here's the thing about my staff. I don't need it anymore. Devil Neza powered me up that I don't even need it. I can just do magic. And he just wants one thing for me to send all his enemies into hell. So now you got Superman, Batman, and Billy Batson who can't talk. It means he can't transform in hell. The end. 
So yeah, that's the book. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Just some more wacky shit. I thought the whole book's going to be about Superman getting surgery on him, but they took care of that shit in like three uh, three pages and then got to actual the superhero shit. So cool. We just a lot of backup, a lot of a lot of backstory, a lot of setup stuff like that. But yeah, it's cool. I deal with it. Uh, overall, this issue I'm gonna give it a three point five out of five. You know, just because it felt slower than the last one, but I'm pretty sure the next book will pick up. But yeah, no, I'm so, having yeah. fun with it. I'm yeah, it's a it's a fun book. It's just a fun, easy breezy book, you know. Uh, yeah. Um. So, are you? Who's doing Cap? You or me? Uh, I do Cap because if you if you if you take Cap, I have nothing. Oh, okay. I, I didn't mean to say so dramatic, but I'm just saying <laughs> I don't have enough books. To, <laughs> I don't have enough books to do it. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Let's see. Um, I'll do Shang-Chi number 11. I had no idea this came out. Yeah. Fuck you, Comiscology, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, so yeah, so Shang-Chi is leader of the Five Weapons Society. His grandfather has basically wants to have him killed and all his relatives killed. So he's been going around trying to kill him and he's got these monsters called Tato. What do they call again? Those monster dogs. Um, that can trace anybody who has his um, blood, anybody in his family who has his bloodline. Um, so that's going on. They went to Talo, that um, that realm that was in the movie, because mm-hmm. uh, the grandfather kidnapped his mom. And they tried to go get her back, and they got ambushed by the army. So there's a bunch of fighting going on. Um, they have the fight with the army. They get taken prisoner um, while he's in prison. He meets up with his sister, Sister Hammer or whatever, who's also, um, you know, basically had joined forces because the grandfather's trying to kill everybody. So her, her hands, her arm's still missing, right? Yeah, yeah, um, okay. yeah. He's got her hand. That's how he used. That's it's her hand that he, she used, or his grandfather, the grandfather used to get the blood, you know. But she replaced her hand. Her, her do I have it in that picture? I don't. Let's see. You want to put put the pull this up? She put a fucking hammer on her hand. Hold on, let me let me get you in there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So they've they've been fighting, you know. Um, they were enemies now because you know Sister Hammer want you know didn't want Shang Chi uh, taking over the Five Weapon Society. So they've been kind of enemies now. But now that the grandfather's trying to kill them all, they've joined forces. Um, meanwhile, they're they're kind of they got taken prisoner and. Shang-Chi is visited by his, his dad, the spirit of his dad, who basically says the only way to kill, you know, the, the, the Jade Emperor is to get his weapons, the, the, the Ten Rings. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that's basically what he has to do. They, they break out of jail, start fighting the army with all those dogs, which is like, you know, in this picture here. And then Shang-Chi gets the rings and um, basically to be continued into the, the, the next issue, which is supposed to be the last issue in this arc um this one i feel like it was a bit rushed i felt like they were trying to like cram everything in. it's one of those let's cram everything into this issue issue you know right <laughs> let's wrap everything up real quick before we get it, to the yeah yeah because it feels like they're doing the movie thing we get the 10 rings so it's not even the mandarin rings it's like his rings yeah so. let's yeah that i just you know it, it, it still had you know action a lot of action going on but i felt like they were trying to like cram all these like detailed you know side plots you know wrap them up real quick set up the 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 finale 
So, um, but yeah, I'm still enjoying this book. Three out of five, you know, pretty cool. Let's see. Uh, wait, I thought Superman was an alien. Uh, he is. He is. Mm-hmm. Batman. Well, they fight, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, low key hoping. Man, reaction from the movie when they kept mentioning the Ten Rings. I mean, he killed well, like a thousand in- people at the beginning. So, oh, like in this book? No, he's not in this book. But yeah, Mandarin anyways. It's like well, his uncle see. and grandfather and all that shit. Yeah, it's a grandfather from his mother's side or father's side. I, I can't remember. I think it's his mom's side. Okay, yeah, I was trying to remember. Okay, all right. So next book I'm going to do is Captain America because I, I, not that I just really, really wanted to do this book, but like I said, it, basically Eli has read everything I read, so I got to do something. I got to pull my weight some kind of way on this podcast. All right, <laughs> so let's see. We got Captain America for this is Captain America Zero. This is like a relaunch of the Captain America that's going to spin out into two different books. One with Steve Rogers, one with uh Samuel from the original Iron Man, Element Rain Sus. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's jump into it. Boom. So you got this. So you got like Captain America, you know, getting pissed on, I guess. I don't know. So, so. pissed on. <laughs> that's that's the first thing that jumped to my mind. I got a dirty mind. Pissing anyway. fire all over his head. <laughs> oh, save you. All right. So yeah, let's just start with the plot. So this is the plot of the entire story. Please don't let me lose you. Uh, the plot of the story is that Arnim Zola, you know, the big robot head dude from the Avengers movie, uh, wants to shoot a rocket into space and infect everybody in America to turn them into dinosaurs. That's right. That's the plot. That is that's the plot. It. Yeah, that's the whole book. Okay. Don't let me because lose he you. Feels, yeah, because he feels humans have fucked up the Earth and the Earth was a lot better when dinosaurs ruled the Earth. See, I, yeah. Okay, anyway, now one thing, one plus about He's this telling book. the truth, man. <laughs> Hashtag Zola was, right. was right. <laughs> right. <laughs> People are going to do that. People are going to do that when they read it, but we're going to go deeper into it. So anyway, the Captain's Americas or America, whatever you want to call them, they show up and they throw shields and they beat the shit out of all the Arnhem drones and shit like that. And But the rocket is, and he hid the rocket in, the, his, in the, one of the skyscrapers that he had a shell company for. And yeah, you got Steve Rogers and Sam just sucking each other dick, whatever. Yeah. So they move on. They're like, man, you, you know, you go high, I go left. You know, people that's just uh, not watching and just listening, they're going to be kind of fucked up. <laughs> Maybe I need to pick this book up. See <laughs> what the hell going on. You know, anyway, uh, Rocket gets shot in the space. Falcon and, uh, well, not Falcon. I'm sorry. Captain America. Captain America and Captain America go uh, jump aboard the rocket and they try to stop it. Meanwhile, while they're stopping it, uh, Arnim Zola's like doing like some kind of funhouse mirror thing with them when he's talking to them the whole time, talking both in fact. They're trying to do communication with each other, but they can't because Zola has hacked into their comms. So for the rest of the book, it's just Zola talking to them the whole time, so they can't talk to each other. He just asking them stuff like that, you know. And he was like, yeah, I'm not Sam Wilson. I'm Captain America. And I'm just because he's like Captain America of what America? Uh, the America that going to be underwater in the next two decades Uh, the America that, you know, that's going to, you know, that's always got fires blazing around it. The cap, the America that will put you in jail before they actually fix the environment around them. Is that the America you're protecting? And he's just like, yeah, that America, you know, after he does some, I don't know what the fuck he did right here. He just did some shit, you know, some Falcon shit, you know? So you got Captain, and he basically saying the same, he doing the same like mind games with Captain America. He like, 
Captain America. I'm I'm come to free America. He like, how you gonna free free America? America is free. He like, America is not free. And he was like, you don't own America. He like, I'm freeing America from them. He like, them who? Them, the people that have made you a foot soldier. There is no freedom. Freedom is an illusion. You work for them. Everybody works for them. I'm going to free America from everybody because everybody, because that America you're clinging to, Captain America, is that old, outdated America that doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, you just follow orders, and everybody that agrees with you, they're just as old as you are, like Bucky and Sharon Carter and all stuff like that. Matter of fact, you had all these new Captain Americas that popped up, all these new ones that was in that other book we saw. Like, that's the future, and they're leaving you behind. You know, so what do you say about that, Captain America? He was like, all I see in front of me is a madman who doesn't realize that tyranny is over. So he's like, I'm a, you love Hitler so much. How about you go meet him? You know, and then he smashed him and shit like that. And, you know, and Falcon just like the reason I do what I do, even though America hates me for being me, is because uh, because you're shooting a fucking rocket into space. <laughs> so if I don't save you, who's going to save him? You know, Um uh, and that's pretty much the book. They do some more Captain's America shit. And basically, you know, Zola's just like, yeah, that, that's the book. I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go in a little bit more detail about this book in a second. But basically, oh, Zola's doing this whole thing. How can you beat me, Captain America? You're just one man. He's like, I'm not one man. I am. And they say it at the same time, Captain America. And then they That's the image. Like, if I was going to... Re- if- <laughs> If I was gonna like review the book, that was the image I was gonna share. <laughs> like, I was oh, gonna- I was like, yeah, okay, it's <sighs> cut to the end. Anyway, they they jump off the <laughs> ship, they they surf aboard on Captain America's shield, and they say, now the end. For people who don't know what the hell happened at the end, this guy is the White Wolf, the real White Wolf, the White Wolf from the comics, not Bucky, but the real White Wolf. This is T'Challa's adopted brother. He's the only white guy that has ever been raised in Wakanda, and he basically White Black saying, Panther. <laughs> yeah black white panther white black panther yeah that guy <laughs> he used to run the war dogs with like that so anyway he... <laughs> i remember yeah well, we yeah well, yeah that old clip we had yeah that guy <laughs> so yeah but he they're celebrating him and he's just like they celebrate you now but just wait and he's basically he's gonna use falcon to take down wakanda that's his plan his evil mess plan but yeah uh yeah that's the book okay let me explain this book I think I got to explain this book. Okay. This book is what I like about comics and hate about comics at the same time. Because the thing is, when you're reading comics, when you read comics, you got to read comics. You got to, it's another layer to it. Now, the reason I say that because they're not really, this comic is pretty much just the, the, the author just giving like his, it's propaganda. That's what it is. It's propaganda. He's got this speech he's trying to point. He's got this point he's trying to get across. But in comics, how they always do it when they get a point across, the guy who's ever winning the argument is usually winning the fight. And whenever the guy comes back with a counter argument, he comes back with a counter punch. And that's how comics kind of handle arguments when they're trying to have a debate or discussion, things like that. They have to have it through a fight, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It, like I said, it's Captain America number zero. So, yes, it's definitely filler. I hope well, it's filler. It's, I hope the rest of the two, it's setting up two Captain America books. Yeah. One with Sam, one with Steve. Yeah, so that's what's going on right now. Um, and it's trying to give a point on... I don't uh, know if it sold me on any of them, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's sold me. Like, the art sold me. Now, I'll be honest with you. The art sold me, but at the same time, yeah. some of the art was confusing. So, yeah, it looks pretty, but sometimes I didn't know what the fuck was going on. 
I like who who's blowing up what who's punching who you know that's just me maybe because it was like almost too detailed it was almost reaching in uncanny uncanny valley but other than that just like how it looked the art looked great it was beautiful you know but yeah. my whole thing is that the uh the the writer was tripping on his own dialogue instead of just making this a captain america and is all this you know philosophical shit he's trying to just shove down a throat calm that shit down a little bit it felt like he was trying to that that's just me you know yeah no, i i i kind of i i kind of get what you're saying because i felt like some of the stuff he was saying was you know i don't want to say outdated because yes that those are current events yes the environment's fucked up we have fires we have you know climate change all that shit is you know the rising water levels and all that shit that's all going on but it's not speaking there's so much more going on right the immediate now you know right. <laughs> that, that i felt like you know um like it wasn't current enough for me you know mm-hmm. i guess in a way i don't know if that makes any sense not that i'm saying oh the new trend to give a shit about the new cause and, to give a shit about, but I'm just saying. And plus, if, if you've been keeping up with Captain America comics, this is the same shit they've been doing for the last two years anyway. They kind of, especially we just got through with the Colts run, where they just beat you over the head with this, you know, social political stuff. And it kind of like the actual Captain America, I just want to see him punch a Nazi in the face, kind of gets pushed to the background, you know. So it's cool, but get to the point, man. That's, that's all I've got to get. Yeah, well, we get it. You got this same argument you're doing over and over again. Yeah, we've heard this shit before. Do something new. Do something that Coach didn't already do for the last two years. Yeah. You know, and don't I be baby Coach. You know. Yeah, and I think that's what I feel like they're just sort of, um, yeah, just kind of repeating the same arguments. That's what yeah. you know. Um, there was like, do something me. else. Yeah, do something. Yeah, else. yeah I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I know. Like the X Men. Yeah, they the they do the same preachy shit over and over again. The same shit since the sixties. But come on, man, do do something different with this Captain. Get me excited about the Captain America book. And that's what I'm yeah. saying. Is like I'm not. I don't know if I'm completely sold on on both books that they're setting up. Yeah, we're supposed to watch. We're supposed. To, you know, there's a Sam book. There's a Steve book. I don't know. You know, I mean, if, you know, if they just still gonna just be the the preachy shit going on what's i don't mind right. but make you know i don't want something. this shit for the you know every week i don't want this shit you know yeah so i don't know i mean yeah like you said the, the art was cool i thought it was really goofy in a way like zoloff i thought the the premise was goofy and, and i enjoyed the premise oh and, yeah and honestly zoloff i thought that's where it was gonna go i thought it was gonna just be a goofy book but then it just went it took a turn for me i don't yeah, know like like fuck it yeah oh zoloff wants to turn everybody into dinosaurs let me see that. I want to see that. <laughs> right. You know? Like, let like, them fight you know. dinosaur people, you know, but yeah, nah, we didn't do that, you know. Yeah, let's just have that, and then, well, let, like, him arguing with the bad guy, and then, yes, you know, I mean, Captain America is always, has always sort of commented on the turbulence in the country. I mean, that's just kind of at the core of it. Um, But I felt this time it was just not really saying anything that I didn't already know. Right. You know, I guess, and I guess that's why. I mean, sometimes I mean, even in coach runs, he 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 made some points. That he brought up points like, oh yeah, you know, he he said things in a way that are like, wow, I didn't think of that. You know, and I guess that's what I was looking for. I was expecting something a little bit more um, deeper, I guess, than this the same that, old. 
argument. I I, guess. I you know. see, now, now you're scaring me, Eli, because now we're getting flashbacks of what happened in comics with the 80s to the 90s, where we had that gritty grim where they try to take comics seriously, like Watchmen, The Dark Knight Returns, you know, books like that. But then we get to the 90s and it just went, oh, well, it's just blood and titties is what's sold. Let's just do that. Let's just do image and just screw all the shit that actually made it good. And I feel like that's what we're getting now in these books. Oh, since Coates did bring in these really social political topics that really, you know, were were on point at the time. Let's just regurgitate that shit. Yeah. But with lesser writers. And I was like, oh, shit, that's that's not what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I and I think that's the thing is like. I, I don't mind woke shit, but entertain me. Right. You know what I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, I agree with the politics. I, yes, I'm left leaning. I don't give a fuck. You know, I, I, I agree with everything they're saying in this book. It's just, I would have liked to see people... one thing. Yeah. 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 You're, you're, you're shouting in a vacuum, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, let me see the dinosaur people. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, because I, I think I think you can you can you can be woke and be entertaining at the same time, you know. Um, and and the just, best just Captain America comics have done that because a lot of times you can have a a social political commentary while he's kicking ass. You can do both, but yeah. when you just stop the see, book and you just have him just done. do this long speech, yeah, that shit gets boring. Yeah, yeah, we've seen that done. Um, yeah, so I guess. Yeah, the art was really cool. It, it started out really fun, but then I was like, oh, okay, but you're not really saying anything new that I don't already know or agree with. But you but here's, here's the problem, Eli. I think Marvel's like really proud of this book. I think they're really proud of the writing. I think they really think they did something with this. Because <laughs> they got this awesome-ass artist on this, and they're like, oh, yeah, this one's going to be a hit. Like, no, nah, maybe you should rethink this, you know. Don't don't do what Coach did. Like, and Coach, the art Coach looks good on these books that are coming up. The Sam book and yeah, um, you know. Um, but it, it seems like it's it feels a little packaged. I guess. Yes, you know? that's. It you doesn't know? feel. I don't know, Eli. That's what I'm saying. When I read this book, I was just like, uh, uh. that's why I was hoping you had like a different like opinion. Like maybe you love the book and maybe I just missed something. But now nah, I mean, you, I thought it was miss- fine. I mean, I thought it, yeah. it was. You know, but I just, yeah, I just wished it had more that, oh, this is just a setup. This is just yeah. a setup for, it was an advertisement, you know. Um, You're doing it in Spider-Man, yeah, he, they, that's, we'll review that sooner or later, I guess. You know, like, like you know, you've been watching Atlanta, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know how they keep referring to, ooh, the Black Panther 2 premiere, I want two tickets. Whoopi yeah, Goldberg's they really shitting be- on Black Panther on, those, <laughs> on that show. It's funny to me. It's, it's funny. I'm, I'm, it's hilarious to me. But yeah, you're right. But, but, but it, yeah, it, but yeah, yeah, I get the point. It's like, oh, just give them a movie, and 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 then and racism doesn't exist anymore. It's like right. that's <laughs> racism will be done in 2024. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's what I kind of feel like sometimes that they're doing. Like, let's yeah. just give them this. You know this prepackaged social wokeness, and we'll shut up. <laughs> right. While they just you sit know? back and just make, while they monetize the movement, like I keep saying, they keep trying well, to monetize yeah. the movement. Yeah. While Disney tries to pander to, to to countries that 
are racist and don't put black people on movie posters and edit out scenes of gay people. And, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or if they don't edit them out, use that as propaganda, you know, to sell the movie. Ooh, look how yeah. progressive or we add, are. Or add their own endings to their movies. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, censor and add their own endings. And yeah, so yeah, that, that, that goes back to the whole, what we were talking about before, when we were talking about um, the, 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 like the female Thor. Lady Thor, you know, right. <laughs> like let's 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 get them arguing, so it gives it more attention. And let's keep the division going because that that creates buzz. That's trendy, right. you know. Political divide is trendy, you know. Let's right, keep the free promotion arguing. for them. So yeah, yeah, you know, and they make a buck off of us hating each other. Yeah, even though she might be in the show <laughs> movie for like five seconds, it doesn't yeah. matter. They've already made their money because you got it because people are so pissed about it. You know, oh, I hate it. I gotta go see it again. You know, so yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, what book you got next? I'm booked out. Really? I oh, read all I'm the lo- same. You, yeah, you read all my. Oh, books. Why? I thought you had more books than I did. Anyway, I got another book. I got a, I have one right. book. Yeah, <laughs> I have one more. I actually, say this. I actually like this book. I actually like this one. This one is uh, another CW book. Because <laughs> I know, I know, we had such fun last time. I wanted to stick with the CW. Is it Archie? <laughs> well, not the Arrowverse. You know that thing. So yeah. So, yeah, we're reviewing Superman and Lois. So even though it says number two, it's really number one because last issue was the Batwoman. I don't know why I put the in front of it, but yeah. So that's what's going on with that. So Okay, so it's a series of... So it's not really... It's like a series of, of, of Arrowverse books. Correct. So every every book is a different Arrowverse show. Uh, Arrowverse comic, yeah. So, yeah, just start off what's going on with it right now. Uh, And I... I actually kind of like this book. Let me go ahead and review it. Okay. So the book starts off with it's it's the anniversary. They're back in Smallville. This is doing season one or two. Actually, it don't even matter when it happened. It's it's doing the show. So it, it don't matter if it happened episode three of two or whatever like that. It's their anniversary. Clark and Lois have an anniversary. The kids are just like, we're going to go out. But it's actually not the anniversary. It's four days after their anniversary. So you got Jordan and John, for those that haven't been keeping up with the show, John is named after Clark's, you know, Earth granddad, and Jordan's named after his space granddad, which is, you know, Jorel. You know, so that's where he got the names from. So basically oh, it's saying so I never do that just blew my mind. What? Okay. <laughs> I, I I'm just now getting that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I knew I knew why Jonathan had his name. But I never right. knew why Jordan. I never knew Jordan. They they explained yeah. it in episode two because I didn't know the first because he actually oh. met Joe Rail. He's like, yeah, you named after me, so yeah. And my hat even just came off. <laughs> All right, so let's go over that. So it's four days after the anniversary. They're just like, so why are you celebrating four days after the anniversary? Is it like some kind of Kryptonian tradition or something like that? They're like, no, let's tell you a story. So they sit the kids down. They basically say why they celebrate the anniversary four days after the real anniversary after the day they got married. So they meet 365 days after their first anniversary. And, you know, they meet and we're going to do our thing. Like, okay, we're going to meet at this, our favorite restaurant. You know, uh, you know, you get a little cheeky shot from what the Lois fuck and is he doing? Okay, so doing this, that? okay, so what he's doing is that he is using heat vision in a mirror to shave his mustache. Oh. It's a it's a Superman thing. It's, it's okay. yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that <laughs> argument? I think it was like Kevin Smith was saying how does Superman shave? Yeah, but they already explained it back in the 80s. Okay. So, yeah. Yes, that was the thing. So, he said that, but they've already explained that. So, yeah. All right. So, anyway, they go meet and they're like, okay, we're going to work. We're going to be a day planning, do our thing. We're going to work tonight. But 
Superman has fight robots. <laughs> the robots that came out of nowhere just fight. So since he had to fight robots, he stood up. He couldn't come dinner. So they're like, okay, well, that's fine. We'll just do it the next day. You know, Superman fights robots. So this is this the, the next day after. Like, okay, tell you what, we're going to do it tonight. We're going to do it no matter what. And, and Superman's just like, or Clark's just like, okay, I will not do Superman shit tonight. We're going to meet. And now you get some cheeky shot from, from Clark in the, in the shower. So, yeah, equal opportunity, you know. All right, so they're going to meet. And what the thing is, the printing press of the Daily Planet broke down. And apparently only Lois Lane knows how to fix it. So she spends all night trying to fix the printing press because if they don't fix the printing press, they won't have news in the morning. And she finds a toy car in the printing press. She's like, where it came from? I don't really know, but, you know, whatever. But she stands Clark up. Clark is like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gone. So he leaves. So this is the third day after. Uh, and it's like, okay, look, we're going to do it. We're going to do it this time. You know, okay. We're going to meet no matter what happened. You know, the cheeky shot from, from Lois. Okay. Uh, but Lois, he's looking at that toy car. She's like, okay, somebody leave it there on purpose? Or did they try to sabotage us? You know? Oh, and Superman couldn't make it because he was fighting Nuclear Man. <laughs> so oh. Nuclear Man exists in the in the Arrowverse, I guess. You know? So didn't Stan's he show up, up on that? Didn't he show up in that crisis crossover? I don't think so. I don't think he did. Yeah, or yeah, but they Lois brought everybody has, into that shit. Yeah, everybody like Batgirl and Huntress and all kind of shit like that. So anyway, so Lois looks at her her toy car. She she keeps standing to her car. She's like something right about this toy car, and she sees Superman fighting Nuclear Man, and she's like, you know what, he ain't gonna make it. So she leaves. You know, all right. So while she's gone, so Clark knows he screwed up. He's like, I'm sorry for fighting Nuclear Man. I brought you flowers and a burrito. She's like, give me the burrito. <laughs> you know, and she's like, look, we're going to we're going to do it tonight. We're going to do it tonight. We're going to do it. OK, no matter what happens, you know, so you get another she gets shot at Clark. Uh, so in Clark, you know, um, analyze he X-ray visions, the toy car and he sees crank company on there. And Lois is like crank company. Where have I heard that before? And she's like, oh, yeah. So she goes to like crank companies, like abandoned toy factory and she sees the toy man. The toy man tried to uh, sabotage, you know, the Daily Planet's new newspaper. And while she's there, she also see like a rose gallery of Superman villains from the 80s. You see Sleaze. You see, uh, I can't remember that other guy. But anyway, a bunch of guys there. And she basically radios the police and they come get him. So they like, so Lois Lane takes that butt and, you, you know, she leaves Clark standing again. So basically she took down an inner gang cell, you know. So they like, again, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to have dinner tonight. We're going to celebrate our anniversary. So they go, and you get another cheeky shot from Lois. This is like Groundhog Day, you know. And she's like, look, we're going to do one thing. I need to interview the mayor, and after that, I'm going to have dinner. She's like, cool. Uh, but then Clark's just like, look, man, let, let's just let's just talk. Let's go somewhere and talk. Like, we know what we were getting into when we got married. Should we keep trying to do this because, every, because our lives are too busy? We don't know if we can do this. She's like, look, that's why we got married. We know we need each other. We got to keep doing this as long as we keep trying, that means we're made for each other because we know how busy our lives are. Like, you're Superman. Hell, you know. So, she's like, no matter what, we're going to do it. We're not going to cancel. I'm just going to do Superman shit locally so I can't miss, it, miss dinner. And like, cool. So, they go do their thing. Superman goes save some people locally in Metropolis. And then that's when he gets uh, approached by Lobo. <laughs> and well, okay. Lobo. Right. And well, he's just looking. Yeah, yeah. So, so low, yeah. So if Lobo was to be a the CW version of Lobo would probably suck. 
Right. He probably be, yeah, we're not gonna go there, but yeah. <laughs> so he's just like, Yeah, so Lobo, what do you want? He's like, Yeah, he's never met Lobo before. He's like, Yeah, I, I there's a contract on your head, so you come with me. So he gets some uh kryptonite change, grab him up, boom, they out of there. And he takes him to space. They go. Meanwhile, Lois Lane is having, you know, an interview with the mayor, but she gets uh she gets uh anonymous tipped that ugly manheim i don't care what his name is ugly manheim that's what jack kirby calls so i'm gonna call him ugly that's what he is so he's saying ugly has a, a political uh person in his pocket and he runs inner game so you might need to go find out what they're doing so she gets a tip she goes there she knows she got just enough time to get there and that's when uh superman has been kidnapped and brought to an asteroid and basically like who who paid you to do this and she's like well some redhead chick paid me to come get you now they don't explain who the red ch- head chick is but if i was to guess i would think it's maxima because back in the 90s she was a superman villain that just wanted superman to have her she wanted superman to put a baby in her basically that was her only thing yeah so superman gets freeze punches shit out of lobo flies back to space that's uh, flies back to earth meanwhile lois sees ugly and she's like i'm gonna sneak in and we'll put a blonde wig on so ugly can't recognize me and she serves drinks and ugly is just like okay Here's my guy. And it turns out it's the mayor. Dun, dun, dun. Shocker. The mayor's in his back pocket. He's putting the mayor in office so he can have him run inner gang shit. So when Lois finds out, she takes a quick picture with her old ass Nokia cell phone, leaves, and because she knows she has to get to the dinner. She like, step on it, go. So she tries to get the dinner. Neither one of them show up. And Spookman tries to fly from space to Earth. Too late. By the time they get there, Plastinos is closed. So they both miss dinner. They're like, oh shit. They're like, well, at least we tried. You're like, so at least that's something, you know. But then Lois is like, you know what? But I really wanted some Hawaiian pork. You're like, well, I know a place where they just call it pork. Like, really? Yeah, let's go. So, and they're just like, wait a minute. So you're saying y'all flew to Hawaii for dinner? And like, and y'all fly to Hawaii every anniversary, four days after the anniversary? Like, yep, that's what we do. So, bye. And they leave and. We see them at their first anniversary, four days after the anniversary. They're like, happy anniversary, Lois. Happy anniversary, Clark. The end. Other shit happens. I ain't going to talk about that. Uh, some more crisis Aww. shit that's setting up. The so, yeah, and that's the thing about it. That's why I like the book. It was, this is the thing. A lot of Superman books are about him, like, destroying planets and fighting evil warlords, shit like that. But sometimes you can write a slice of life comic with Superman. You can do that. It's possible. And that's what this book was. It was about yeah. Lois and Clark. And that's what's yeah. going on with this show. I mean, we're just getting That's to see... going on with the show, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't look like Clark's mom. Oh, well, <laughs> on the show, she looks like Clark's mom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why they always get these frumpy-ass chicks to play Lois, man. <laughs> I mean, Lois can't not supposed to be a supermodel. That kind of defeats the purpose of being Lois. You know, he's, he's supposed to be in love with humanity you know so i guess that's my that's my reasoning for it but yeah but that's what i like about this book i like this book better than the batwoman last week because you can you don't have to read you don't have to even know this show you can just read this book and matter of fact this book reminded me more of like superman the animated series or like the john Byrne 80s run than even lobo never showed up ugly never showed up maxima never showed up you know toy man never showed up this is just shit they just nuclear man never showed up they just shit they just pulled out of their ass it's just like damn okay so but yeah like i said it was a it was an interesting it, this was better so next week next show next episode is going to be uh legends of tomorrow oh. we'll see how that goes that's actually my favorite cwdc show <laughs> so we'll see how it goes but yeah uh well we are booked out over 
I'm booked out. Yeah. I'm booked out also. That's all. I got no other books left. That's it. So yeah, appreciate everybody for uh tuning in, checking us out. We got a whole bunch of people, angry emoji, even you. We appreciate you for listening. You know, for however long you did it. Maybe you hate listening. I don't know. You know. Uh <laughs> check out with us next week. I don't know what we're gonna have next week. We'll have some on the plate. We'll have a full week where all of us going on. So until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. <laughs>